The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Yes, Regina Doherty is a Fine Gael Senator. Mick Barry is a Socialist TD for Cork North Central, and they're both with me this week to debate and discuss the eviction ban. Regina, should it be extended after it is due to expire? I think um, I'm kind of leaning towards no, it shouldn't, um, on the basis that. First of all, it doesn't really do exactly what we had anticipated to do, um, which was halt the rise of our homeless numbers and stop people finding themselves with nowhere to live. But second of all, it's had a number of unintended consequences, which to my mind have made things worse in the absence of the state doing anything else. And the unintended consequences are is we've made it much more difficult for people who would be in the very small scale private landlord business um, to stay in that business. And as we can see, they're leaving in their droves. And to my mind, that what that does is it reduces the supply, it exacerbates the problems that we have, it increases the rent, all of the negative aspects that you wouldn't want to be in that particular market um, are now in that market because of that one event that we've, we've done and interfered with from another way of saying it. Now, I know we did it in the positive mode that we were trying to stop, particularly during winter, people being made homeless, and that's a good aspiration and it's certainly something that we should want to continue. But without looking at the societal reasons why the market is getting smaller and fixing those, without looking at the societal reasons as to why people are being evicted and dealing with those, we're kind of sticking a finger in a dam and it's still bursting. You know, it's, yeah. not, it's not working. The number still rose in January, which is not where anybody wants to be. So I think we need to really look at overhauling. Obviously, the, the thing that's screaming at the back of my hand is obviously the one thing that would fix all of our problems is that we had supply, 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 supply. And we're trying to work on that, obviously not fast enough to keep... You know, the market satisfied or people satisfied, but it is getting better. Mm. But all of the other reasons that our people are leaving, you know, the private landlord business have to be addressed. And all of the reasons why people are finding themselves being put out of their houses need to be addressed. And I think until we do that in the whole, keeping a finger stuck in the dam is only putting off what's going to come and you can't keep putting it off forever because you do need to address the other issues. So. Uh, so Mick Barry made with the best of intentions uh, or put in place with the best of intentions the ban but it didn't stop the ever increasing number of homelessness uh, in this country and all it led to was a flight of landlords uh, from the market so let it expire. No it shouldn't expire it should stay in place um, so let's start with some stuff that we know Uh, We know as of last Friday that there are uh, record numbers of people forced into emergency accommodation in this state. We know that that includes an unprecedented number of children. Every TD who runs a clinic or has their uh, eyes or ears uh, open uh, knows that there are very large numbers of people uh, who will face uh, eviction very quickly after a ban is uh, lifted, that there will be uh, a tidal wave of evictions, uh, April, May, uh, June. Uh, That will bring the numbers of people uh, homeless in this country to to a number that has never been seen uh, before. Uh, I don't think the emergency accommodation services will be able to cope with that. Uh, I think we could have a situation before midsummer of families presenting to Garda stations uh, and uh, pleading for a place to stay uh, during the night. I think that uh, to lift a ban of ban on evictions in the knowledge that that is what is uh, coming down the road uh, is reckless. I think it is uh, extremist and I think it is an act of free market extremism that Fine Gael are even considering uh, taking this uh, step. Regina, uh, I mean, there is an argument that 
the increased numbers that we've seen in the homelessness figures that they would be worse had it not been for the eviction. Yeah, they probably would be worse. So I'm not saying that it didn't do some of what it, you know, it expected or anticipated Mm -hmm. to do because otherwise we wouldn't have done it in the first place. The idea behind it was to, number one, during the winter months, stop a large number of people if they were to be evicted to find themselves with nowhere else to go because we have a shortage of supply. But what it actually has done is it it has paused everything despite the fact that the numbers of people homelessness increased by 177 at the end of January. So even during that period where we had a ban on evictions, we still had an increase of 177 in our numbers, which are now at, you know, an awful state. But we have more people leaving the private rented market from um, a a landlord perspective. So therefore, we'd a lose-lose. We didn't have a win-win. And all we're doing is inevitably putting off those people that do now want to say, right, that's Mm. it, hats out, I'm out of this game. I'm selling my house, I'm selling my apartment. They mightn't be able to do it at the end of next month. They mightn't have to wait until the end of June. But they've made up their mind in the absence of the state doing anything to try and incentivise them to stay. So from, from my mind, and somewhat this is a little critical of government decisions over the last number of years, we've allowed a situation where institutional investors in the rental market are treated differently to the private once-off, two-off that we've had in this country and we've had them for donkey's years, um, either by accident being a landlord or by having a few bob and you know buying one house or one apartment or buying your granny's, you know, some way that that's yeah. created the market. We've now decided and allowed a two-tier taxation purpose, you know, exist in this country. That's wrong. We shouldn't have institutional, you know, incentives and not have incentives for the main people who provide yeah. our rented accommodation. And the second thing is, well, is that... Go we, we, we have had uh, an eviction ban uh, for the winter. Yeah. Uh, and it is unfortunate uh, that the, the government, the state, uh, did not seize the time uh, in order to put um, a large amount of alternative accommodation uh, in place Um, it can be said that well how are you going to deliver on huge numbers of social and affordable housing within the space of a a matter of uh, months but in Cork City there are 700 derelict buildings within two square kilometres of the city centre there's 300 uh, state owned properties, council properties that are vacant, many of them could be rapidly uh, refurbished and if we had quality modular housing, uh, rapid build modular housing is something that could and should have p- been more quickly mm. put in place. That hasn't been done. And given that the government have failed to do that, it's not an argument to say that this is a lose-lose. It's not an argument to say that, uh, well, if we do one thing, the numbers might go up a bit. But when, when you do the other thing, we know for a fact that the numbers are going to go up rapidly. And that is... That is, as I say, reckless okay. when we're talking about so uh, the lives of, of, of men, women and children. So I, the reason I don't agree is not about, it's about policy. It's not about the outcomes for people, because I think we all agree that the outcomes for people, if they find themselves without anywhere to live at home, a roof over their head, is is a disastrous situation. Nobody wants it. But what I'm saying is, is that at the time when we did introduce uh, the no fault eviction ban for the winter months, what we did was we took powers and ownership and, and control from landlords that has caused some of them to decide, you know, on your bike, I'm out of here, I'm not doing this anymore, it's not worth it anymore. Mm. Alongside the restrictions on the taxation measures, the incentives, whatever whatever way you want to call them. I think if we had of increased the incentives to keep people in the market whilst taking away some of their control, even if it is only temporarily, would have softened the blow. We we did both. We did, we did the lose-lose. So we want to make sure that people stay in the rental accommodation that they're in, but we're forcing the people who own those properties to decide, I'm out of this market and I'm not doing it anymore. Yeah. So I don't mind having a ban if it works. We know the one 
that we've had for the last couple of months hasn't worked in two well, well, What about Mick's argument, though, that part of the reason it hasn't worked is because the government didn't show sufficient urgency in turning around vacant properties, derelict properties, so state-owned sure properties, true. So when you look at the policies, first of all, government can only provide the states and the resources for people to do things. We have had our reinvestment in both derelict and unused properties. We have 30,000 up to 50,000 for people who want to buy a property or anybody else. And actually, one of the things that was brought up in my own PP a couple of weeks ago is, is that that policy should be extended, not just to the person who wants to buy the house, but for argument's sake, if Kieran Cuddy wanted to buy a derelict shop on his road in his street where he lives and rent it out to a family, you should be allowed a veil of the 30 grand or the 50 grand because the house now will be a house as opposed to a derelict shop. All of those Creekhonaha uh, policies are there. Our modular bills Again, the problem with Meg and I have had this argument before about the state doing things. And to my mind, the state sometimes gets in the way of itself. And that's why the private sector is much faster and efficient. You will see modular bills take off this year. But they've taken off in other European countries years ago. You know, we're still late to the party. And that is a case where you can see, particularly on a site that has, it's not a brownfield, a green seat that has a, a site that has surge and power and facilities and maybe roads going. Well, I could you say, can see something turned around yeah. in three to six months. And we will see that for our Ukrainians, uh, visitors and guests and hopefully new residents in the very short to medium okay. term. So it we could, can do it when we want to do it. I could say that it sounds like I'm listening to a senator whose party parachuted into office six or 12 months ago, rather than uh, a party which has been in government for 12 years now. But leave that to one side. I will agree uh, with Regina that there there is an issue uh, with landlords leaving the market in significant numbers. There's no question. Yeah. Um, I think that that points to uh, the need for uh, the housing market and the provision of accommodation uh, to be far more based on provision uh, by the state on a not-for-profit uh, basis uh, as as a right and a need for people. Mm. But how do you get from A to B? I would suggest that an important part of it is there is a scheme that's been put in place called the, the tenant in situ scheme whereby a private landlord who's uh, selling up uh, a council um, can uh, purchase that property and keep the tenant in, situa- in situ. Mm. There's two problems with it, however. Number one is uh, that it's not being applied nearly widely enough. It needs to be applied far more widely. And second of all, it only applies to people who are below the threshold for local authority housing. It's quite common in European countries like Denmark and Austria for people who would be on the average wage or slightly above the average wage to be able to aff- avail of local authority and council-provided housing. That's something that needs to be done now and we should start with the tenant in situ scheme. So, so that... So just to get this clear for people at home who've never heard of this scheme, if the the tenant in question needs to qualify in order for the council to be eligible to buy that property from a private landlord's. Correct. And the income thresholds are too low in my view. Regina? Two things, just to be a smart aleck back to make being a smart aleck that I'm very proud to be of a party that 11 years ago took over an economy that was absolutely in flitters and had completely collapsed and is now the best performing economy in the EU. And I think this is equally as important. We have an unemployment rate as low as as it has ever been um, since the foundation of the state at 4.4%. So I'm very proud of that record. Yes, there are problems. The tenants in situ problem is an issue. But it's exactly the same aims that the councils are making of the mortgage to rent scheme that we gave them probably seven or eight years ago. Exactly the same criticism that's made of our local authorities as to why they're not building the houses despite billions of euros being made available to them. So it can't always be somebody else's problem. It can't always be that it's the thresholds that's the problem with the tenant in situ. Because I don't know what was the problem with the mortgage to rent scheme because we had a tiny number of people that were put in mortgage to rent uh, when they got into financial difficulties with their mortgage rates. And exactly the same problem is going to 
happen again with our vulture funds increasing their uh, interest rates to 8, 9, 10%. You're going to find people again uh, in massive arrears and we might need that back again. But we have local authorities who have been offered billions of euros to build local authority housing and social and affordable houses on land that's owned by this Why aren't they doing it? Well, that's the $6 billion question. Why aren't they doing it? Because we've been talking about this now for four or five years. And even when you look at the success that we've had last year and the in excess of numbers of houses built as per the government targets, the one part that's let us down is the local authority houses. So we used to be able to do okay. it. We didn't. I lived in local authority houses in the 70s and the 80s. You know, I'm sure Mick knows about estates in Cork. We all know estates in, in Dublin that were built in their hundreds, if not thousands. And we used to be able to do it. So why can't we do it today? Well, Mick, it's interesting to see uh, government reps uh, offloading the blame uh, for a lack of uh, social housing being built onto councils, which in nearly, nearly, job, in nearly every area of the country, Fianna, Fa- Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael make up a majority on those uh, councils. On right. the issue of jobs, right? I will agree with Regina, there, there are more jobs. Uh, it's just a factual matter. There's more than two and a half million people working now. Mm. The problem is the number of people who are having to hold down two jobs simply in order to pay the rent these days. And I go back with a final comment to where I started. Right. There's a decision the government have said they're going to make here by St. Patrick's Day in the next two weeks or so yeah. on whether to lift this eviction ban or not. We know that there will be hundreds and thousands of people made homeless if the ban is evicted. They shouldn't do it and people should put them under pressure in the next two weeks. Contact we, your local reps and say don't do this. It's we wrong. We need to look at the reasons why landlords are leaving the market. The top five reasons for people being evicted are they don't pay their rent, they break their lease agreements, they use the house illegally and the last one is the fact that the landlord wants to sell and usually probably because of one of the reasons further up. It's not right. correct. If we don't address it's not correct. That's La- the stats. The landlord there, selling the is the main make. reason. But the, the reasons they're selling is, is the because reason. they're not making money in a market that we expect the, them the to idea do. The thing. problem is that of tenants it's not, not paying a their rent, putting it on the tenants. Private that landlord is, is not a vocation. They're there to make money. And if they're not making money, they get out. This is a decision imminently facing government and I suspect we will be talking about it again between now and then. In the meantime, Regina Doherty and Mick Barry, thank you both very much for joining me here on the show. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.